Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. 
There she is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It is our Christmas show, kids. Um, oh. Oh, I, feel, I feel like Santa Claus has already come. Yeah, well, I feel like, like he I has said, already come down the chimney. December 1st might as well be Christmas Day. Oh, boy. Um, you know what we're because doing? Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Hi, What's happening with that sweater? Uh, is it, uh, it's oh, lighting up. Oh, the cats are lighting up. Is that a cat sweater that, that lights up? You bet your ass. And Where every does cat one is get wearing one like a, that? a Santa hat. You, you bet. Where, where, where do I get all my great. This. Oh, Walmart. Did you Walmart. go to Walmart? Did you ball out Walmart? Walmart? I balled out, dude. Nah, I get it. I, I balled out. I could not resist. Um, <laughs> this is my this is my Christmas. A little Zima, yeah. A little bit of. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna treat. I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna treat myself. Is what I'm gonna do. Uh, because it's Christmas. <laughs> you wouldn't. Because you wouldn't it's whoopsie ding dong. Yep, got the jollies. Um, I I've been saving these for a special occasion. Because, as you know, these went out of biz, if you will. Ooh, you almost have to. You have you know? to cool it you down. Gotta, ooh, these went out of biz as of Fourth of July weekend. Or no, I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. And they no longer have these. However, um, our lovely, lovely listeners have oh sent some for christmas well they sent so many things but also i'm mainly we'll start we'll start with uh joshua plants uh out of connecticut he sent an entire case of zimas um josh that's a big boy move right there that's a baller move and i appreciate it cheers to you josh cheers i, josh. I appreciate it oh man the first sip is what it always gets me mm. <laughs> oh there we are boy I feel like I'm home. Yeah. You know those people have those near death experiences and they see like they they see their whole family and they feel like they're at home. Uh-huh. That's what drinking one of these is like. It's like it's like having a near death experience and then seeing your whole family welcome you home. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that that's really that's what that really is. Really specific. Uh yeah. we also got some amazing amazing gifts from the Abends, dude. I feel like they're part of our family. So do I. Rick Abends. part of our family. Yeah. Um I mean, this this is fuck. One, I'm a huge fan. Anything Yeti is like, and they're not a sponsor. I, I wish they were, because um, I love all of their shit. Oh. I mean, these are some 22 ounce bombers, dude, of Yeti. Not only does it say my name on it, it says Ross. Also got Big Dick Daddy on the back. Can we talk about mine? Oh, the look at that! Color for yes. Tables. Yep. And blam. Jesse, look at blam. that. Blam. Look at that. I mean, this I mean, is Christmas season guys. is upon us. Um, what what else we got? We we got some more. We got some more Zimas here. Some more Zimas. Ooh, I wanna uh, I wanna give a little Merry Christmas, Ross. You're a pretty little princess. This is Joey Sheary. Um, there is no L in believe. Believe it or not. <laughs> that means there's no losers. There's no oh. losers. God, he nailed it. Oh, Joey, wow. I, again, nectar from the gods. Because this is still out at, at a couple stores, like or scattered around the nation, where there's like a like a staggered six pack. Mm -hmm. The fact that you guys are taking time out of your day to send me this is fucking insanity and awesome. And I I really do drink this shit like all the time. Like I mean, I am. This is no bullshit. Like I'm killing the game with these right oh, now. Oh yeah. 
It, mm. It's not a joke. It really is Christmas Day when you get those. I want to give a little shout out to Jack Abend. Yes. Which is um, Rick's, I think, 11-year-old son. Yes. That wanted to give a present to my son. I know. Are you kidding me? I know. You guys. And, but show, show the it's gift because it so, a, it's, it's a hockey puck. It's a hockey puck that they um, caught. Caught. At a game. At I a guess game. where they live. Yeah. And it's just like, and he sent are you it, kidding? The son like, sent it to our son. He sent it to family. I know. Like you're, you're almost and, um, near tears. He's going to enjoy it. It's gonna oh, yeah. Be, it's going to be amazing. Are you kidding he's me? He's going to love it. He loves it. And, and last but not least here, um, this one's going Jack, out. we love you. Yeah, we, we love you so much. Um, the, abend, the, the whole Abend family is- uh, They're is, part of our family. Yeah, they're part of ours. We need to start sending them Christmas cards. Exactly. Um, the other one, and this, this, is, uh, this, is, this is amazing. Um, Augie, longtime listener, first time sender. Oh, boy. Uh, he just says, thanks for being fucking rad. He was the guy who was working the Big Ten National Championship game. With the Ohio the State, officer? yes, okay. yep. uh, the Ohio State University sure. played in against Wisconsin, and he was like, "Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you some swag from the from the game." Got a, got a sweet uh, little bean dog, little bean dog millionaire that I that, that you know I love, little little koozie for the Buckeyes, of course. And uh, look at this, just got a Big Ten championship. Go Bucks! Oh dang! Go Bucks! I'm just gonna wear, I'm gonna wear this the rest Never of the show. Never gonna take it off. No. Never gonna take it off. No. And uh, greatly appreciate. It. Wish I was at the game so I could have hung, hung out no. with them. It was one of those things where we were traveling. Usually we we go to all the big games. We were traveling. I forget where we were, um, and we had just gotten back from somewhere. Uh, I think it was Thanksgiving. Actually, we we drove down to Florida. The game had was to be yeah. The game was about five days yeah. later. Yeah. But uh, Augie, love you, buddy. This uh, amazing. Simply amazing. We have the best listeners on the planet. The Booch. We also got Booch. High alcohol content. 7% Boom. alcohol volume. Booch. I, I love, you get by the way, yeah. as you get retoxed. Yep. Detox while you retox. Huge kombucha fan, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Huge and Boochcraft is the business. So we got a bunch of these to get loose, 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 loose. So good. So good. And it, a lot of people don't know. Uh, my booch days go back a long time in LA. Yeah, the black label, yep. right? Yeah, the black label. Um, I forget who makes it. It was like Divine Grape. Um, I, I only remember remember it by the store. It was like the kombucha brand. It was like the I think so. Right where it's I think like so, yeah. the first yeah. ones. It's that distinct bottle. You but know I remember it. on Helen Keller versus Night Wolves when we were shooting that, uh, one of our crew members was like, "Dude, I heard you like the booch a lot." He makes booch. He made he made booch. So he made a whole, ju- I mean, a fucking jug of it, like a gra- like a growler sized jug of it. Yeah. I drank it the entire shoot. It was a little intense for for people. It I'm was, curious as as to your thoughts on that. On this yeah, or yeah. the homemade booch? No, on this. Oh, oh yeah, no, because it was strong like that. Strong like this. Well, oh yeah. The thing with the homemade booch, toilet wine style, at home, he made it in his bathtub. Totally so there fine. was that I, that you're I kind of thinking of about too. Every day and then I drink it. Had a very strong mushroom, pungent flavor because yeah. it's made from fungus, essentially booch. Yeah. And so, it, if when it's real intense, it's a mushroom drink. Yeah. 
which well, you love. Whatever it is, I love it. I, sure. I can't get enough of the booch. Sure. And, Who uh, doesn't love a good mushroom drink? You oh, know? man. That, that's uh, that booch. Booch is going to get you loose. Um, these these Yetis, though, this is all day. These are these are for the car. Wink, wink. Sure. Um, road yeah. dogs. Road L- dogs. A little road dog on the way to wherever you're going. And, uh, and for game school, days. Yeah. Road dogs. Yeah. Drop your kid off. Why not? You know, why not? why not let them know who you are, especially around the holidays. Don't you feel like there's this this gray area of like everyone's drunk, yeah, right? Yeah. Every All single day. person. Or is it just us? No, no. And I expect it, by the way. I expect yeah. it when I go out. Um, but I did give somebody a death stare today. That was like I had to catch myself. Some dude was racing up like 80 miles an hour. And um, the road we were on was only like 40. And he drives by me and then slows down and gives me like this, what the fuck you driving so slow look? And I was like, I'm going to speed limit because it's because it's Christmas. Chances are everybody's been drinking at this point. So I'm I'm keeping it safe. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't need to go uh, 200 miles of running. I don't don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I'm going to speed. And this guy slows down and looks at me. And so I I sped up next to him, rolled down the window. I was like, "You you got a fucking problem. Oh, Merry Christmas. Uh, exactly. And <laughs> right. I caught myself and he was because I was like, I go, I, I guarantee you, you won't get out of the goddamn car right now. And he was just like, there was like this moment of panic. And then like in his eyes and he was like, I'm sorry, man. Merry Christmas. And I we've been so busy, like the Christmas thing didn't even kick in yeah. at that point. Let's not. And I felt right. I felt bad for maybe five seconds and I never feel bad for five seconds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Usually it's, I forget it. Like, great. It's just another part of the, the day. But I felt so bad for five seconds. So he was up on your A? Or yeah. Like, okay, okay. And just okay. Sped, sped up on my A of like, you know, why aren't you going fast? And I was like, okay, got it. Bro, it's fucking 40. And you had this whole conversation. So 40, in we're in a 40 mile mind. an hour zone. Yeah. yeah and he's speeding wherever he's going. He's late for some Christmas event, I'm sure. Uh, but fuck him. Like, I, I, you know, shit. Again, everybody on the road has been drinking. Like, fuck no, I'm not driving 80. Like, right. You know, I'm, I'm not kicking it up for you. Fuck off. You can go around. There's another goddamn lane. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. But it, it kicked in of like, oh, shit, it is Christmas. It is. You can't say you're going to rape somebody like another man out of dominance on Christmas. You mm-hmm. know, you got to let that sleeping dog lie for a little bit. And, you know, Just for a couple days, I gave the old because th- this right now to me is the new chief. That's the new chief oh, okay. in my eyes. When you give the old, you know, two finger salute now mm-hmm. to somebody, not in a military way, but just in a fucking dickheadish way, like that's the new uh, you good chief, right? Good, you good chief, which is so condescending, right? It, it, and both great. are and great, both are. So it was just like you know, I gave him the two finger fucking. I saw this meme. Go, go smell your butt. It was like I cut someone off in traffic and they pulled up and gave me a thumbs down, which was like somehow more hurtful <laughs> like if someone was just like Mm-mm. oh right? all right yeah so if, if you gave it like a uh, russell, world of a like russell crow up. gladiator of like really yeah. took your time with it yeah and like, then went hard thumbs it's down like it's like a teacher saying they're disappointed in you yeah. as opposed to being mad at you no, i get that so much worse right yeah uh-uh. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I'm I into might, it. I might, I might use it, that for sure. I'm a big double birder. Like I'm a big double bird guy, where it's just like right, and then you crash into something. So you have no, because be... I, I can drive with my my leg real well. Like I feel really confident in my leg. Like I feel I feel if I didn't have to which to, leg uh, my left in particular. 
Left or right, actually. I'm ambidextrous with leg driving. Right. Um, and I feel that if I didn't have to make any sharp turns, like off of, you know, like an, at an, like a lights off of a, an exit ramp, mm-hmm. I'd be fine to keep sure. driving with my legs. Like, I'd, I'd be fine. Sure. Um, so I felt confident in that. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go double bird and let them know, like, hey, I don't who's, even need the fucking wheel, bro. Who's boss? Yeah, yeah, I don't even need the wheel. Boom, you just got double birded. Yeah, very festive. Oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry ho, ho, ho. Christmas. Zima's going down real smooth. I going bet. down real smooth. I bet. Uh, it's another. It, it's a Merry Christmas for other reasons too, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, like the full story, but of the birth of Jesus. Or? Nope. Oh, Papa John is out. Oh yes, the Merry Papa. Christmas. It's the other father of our country, if you right. will. Um, talking about PJ. He's mm. out. Mm. Fuck Papa John, dude. That guy is gone. We'll get to that in a second. But as always, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shenanigans to be on the air. Uh, first and foremost, we got straightrazors.com. Yeah, James. Oh, boy. So, I look, I talk about straight razors all the time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and go on a single on this one of me. This they're they're making travel size now of the aftershave, and this is my fave, Jabes, right here. Boom! This smolder. Mm-hmm. This is a travel size smolder for the road, where it's like fucking a. These guys are really starting to blow up now. Now that you're making like travel sizes, like yeah, you, you know people you know. like me are addicted you know. to it. Um, and they also they're making these shampoos and conditioners that are the fucking best, and it smells like a smolder as well. Here's the straight razor. Um, and these straight razors, boy, when they come, all this shit comes to your house, super classy, great gift for Christmas. I cannot recommend straightrazors.com enough. Use the promo code revolution for 20% off. It's straightrazors.com. Uh, it'll look, I, let's say you forgot to get somebody a gift for Christmas. Boom. Send them, send them a nice, uh, straight razor kit, uh, for your whole man shit and apologize. Tell them, tell them, uh, to, to to Merry Christmas, you know, and to go fuck themselves. Double bird yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I was thinking about saying double bird Christmas. Sure. And then I didn't, and then I ended up saying go I fuck yourself. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is what it is. Sure. Uh, next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Boom. Fucking day before Christmas, six boxes show up. We have a subscription in the month club. We're, we belong to the coffee club. It's the only way to go. The only way to go. It is the best way to go. It's the only way to fly. And, and look, let's say you're not a K-cup uh, person. Um, you're not a K-cup person at all. Uh, they've got bags, they're, and their bags are amazing. Everybody loves their beans. They're a uh, a premium uh, roast to blend, mm-hmm. roast to order. Is it roast to blend <laughs> or roasted blend? Blend to roast. Blend to ro- roast. Roast. roast to blend. It's basically roast to order. Is yes, what they're saying. It is roast to order. I think that's that's right. Every yeah. time I get it wrong. They roast the coffee fresh and then boom, they put it in a bag and it goes out to you. So they're not buying like shitty beans from like some mm-hmm. other weird country that they're you don't know They're not slapping about. their name on a prepackaged no. coffee in-house. Everything's done there. Yes. Like it is the most hipster slash non-hipster thing you can it's great. do. Yes. Black Rifle Coffee is, is, is the best coffee on the market. By far my fucking favorite. I'm not even a coffee guy. I drink it every day just to wake up. But uh, this is my I favorite, am. and and their apparel. Boom! I'm wearing. I drink it all I wear, day. I wear their. I wear their fucking shit all, all the time too. I'm wearing a tank top under. Yeah, black rifle coffee tees are dope as shit. Their apparel's amazing. Uh, use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. And again, their coffee of the month club. It just shows up your door. You don't have to do anything. 
is the greatest invention ever. Um, big fan of BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, for 2018, they are our lead, our lead sponsor. So you will see them on everything, and you obviously you hear them at the top of the show. So we've got a new theme song, which is nice. Last but not least, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, if boom. you were at the live show the other night, we were giving those out. That it went like crack. How fun rock. was that? Blast. Thank Come on now. You, thank you to Wilmington Brewery for hosting us um, and fucking letting us do that shit. We were there for, fuck, man, like seven hours getting rocked. Yeah. But I, we gave out Strike Force to everybody. Yeah, it was all place gone. whole bug fuck. All gone. Gone. And then everybody was trying it. And like some people hadn't tried it before. And they were like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't understand. And I was like, bro, I've been trying to tell you. Um, they just got added to another 207 11s as well. Uh, across the nation it's going down I know. they're gonna fucking blow up i know um, we knew them when we did they've been, look they've been in with us from day one they're staying with us until day 90 and so they they sell out and then they don't have it anymore sure but i told look i told sean matson matson and uh and bruce schley and the boys over there at strike force if you guys sell this shit for 200 million forget about you forget about dre i'm gonna be angry about it you yeah. know what i'm saying Talking about uh, guns like I ain't got none. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because you need a little boom, boom in your drink. And it's uh, ooh, right here. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. I Go ahead. Go, no, you go. Let's get to the papa, shall we? We shall. I just want to say one thing about the live show. I got burned. I got burned? You burnt? By who? So I was like doing my, you know, like my I, I haven't gotten roofied before joke bit. It's a bit now because I do it a lot. Right. I might have to retire it. All right. So I'm like in the group and there was like my beer was in the middle of nowhere because we're just like running all over. Sure. And I grab it and I was like, oh, yeah, I've never been roofied. And then like talking to this group and one guy was like, that is funny every time I hear it. I've heard it about six times. I was like, oh. <laughs> Burn. So he called you. He called, he you called out me and out. He said, goes, I'm, I'm but tired. it's funny. You know, it's funny every time I hear it. But I've I've heard it a lot. Wow. R.I.P. R.I.P. To that joke. It, you never know yep. how many people are actually listening to you until they start being like, "We already heard it." You know what I mean? It's about seven hundred fifty thousand total. So and you're looking I, at three quarters. Now of a I know. Yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, they know. It's a real thing that does haunt me and plague me. But I didn't know how much I actually talked about it. Sure. So I'm going to. You're going to let it go. I'm going to let that one go. And then we're going to get into. You're going to frozen it. The garlic sauce. You're going to let it go. That, let that, it that go. Sweet, sweet garlic sauce. Is that what we're talking about? Papa how John's. Good the garlic sauce is? We can. Because that's the only thing Papa John's is good for. It's the only thing. That piece of shit place. Um, I, look, they're saying Papa John stepped down for his comments that he made about the NFL. How he said the protesting. Um, that that's hurting. That's been hurting their business, and he wished the players weren't going to protest. Mm. There was extreme backlash online over it, um, because they were like, "No, people have the right to protest." Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Probably liberals. Like to, to be totally fair and honest about this this whole situation. However, uh, I, I'm going Stephen A. Smith tonight. Whenever you drink in Zima, you go Stephen A. Smith a lot. However, mm-hmm. um. His statements were true because business is getting killed. The NFL is down 25% in the ratings. Therefore, Papa John's business is down. They went all in. The Papa went all in with Peyton Manning uh, a few years back and said, hey, we're making Papa John's the pizza of the NFL. Which, you know, 80s and 90s 
as a kid, like, you know, growing up, I remember it being like Domino's and Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was big for a lot of years, but I feel like this, this decade has been Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Well, now that these people are pro players are protesting and, um, numbers are down. Well, nobody's watching the games. Therefore, they're not ordering any fucking pizza. Well, when you're the pizza sponsor for the NFL, it's going to it's gonna hurt your business. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he was talking about. And I hate this motherfucker, by the way. Sure, you're um, not defending him. I'm not at all. Uh, well, I mean, I- I'm defending his comments for this. I'm not yeah, defending yeah. him as a person being a shitbag right. because uh, I don't think... I, I don't think this was the only reason why. Yeah. Do you think this was like, yeah, we, we've talked about this on the show mm-hmm. before. Uh, I had a, a friend of a friend inside a police department say that uh, a girl back in the day had filed rape charges against him. She got paid off and it went away. Whether this is true or not, I can't confirm it. I didn't, sure. didn't talk to the officer, but mm-hmm. this story has been going on a while behind the scenes with everything that's happening to everybody in business and media right now. It would not be surprised if that story also caught him and they were getting ahead of that as well. Because the timing is curious of why he would step, or they, the, the board asked him to step down, allegedly. Mm-hmm. The timing is curious because he made these comments about the NFL six weeks ago. So wh- why not, you know, there was a backlash, a big backlash about six weeks ago. Why not ask him to step down then? Why now? Right. Um, I think there's something else going on there with mm-hmm. the Papa that sure. we don't know about. Sure. Either way is out. And I, uh, look, it's not a fucking day too soon for me. I can't stand seeing that guy's fucking face everywhere. Right. And inserting himself mm-hmm. in the fucking pizza mm-hmm. commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With everybody. With Peyton. Like, why does he get and to hang out? shitty acting. Because fucking... he, he put himself in I the know, commercials. I know I'm just saying, like, who are you that you get to, like, hang out with Peyton? And, like, even in some of the commercials made Peyton look like a dumbass yeah like what well he's the owner i know but. And, and you look you have that option and this was the knock on puff daddy back in the day with biggie smalls where it was just like why are you fucking dancing in all the videos in certain just uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah take that take that i was like sure. what the fuck do you do bro like this is biggie shit why right, are you and right that, and that right. was what was happening with puff daddy and they eventually had to find him a ghostwriter and make him a rapper is what happened so Puff Daddy started putting out his own albums. And um, with Papa, though, there, there was, there's no, he has no discernible qualities that are, A, like a Papa. Because like when, I, when you hear Papa John's piece, and I used to work for them in high school, I didn't know what this fucking dude looked like. I assumed it was like some old man from like Italy. You know, like the world's most interesting man who created sure. this pizza. Yeah, Papa, 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 Papa John's. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was sorely mistaken when I found right. out it was that bag of shit. And right. I was like, oh, God, you're the one who's making this fucking pizza. What the fuck, bro? Would you make this at your, your fraternity house? Like, He's literally like just somebody's dad yeah. going through a midlife crisis. I pictured it to look like a Santa type figure, maybe. You know, sure. like that okay. was that was the Papa. Um, then as he started to come up. Because uh, the Peyton Manning thing I can answer for you. Peyton Manning owns 29 Papa John's franchises. And the, the, the second that Super Bowl ended, you know the first person on the field hugging Peyton Manning when he, when he won the Super Bowl and retired? Papa John. No. Go back and look at the footage. I can't. Yeah. So it's him and the Papa hanging out at midfield. And it was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I, I, think, I think Peyton got a little more than those 29 franchises. Probably got a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now the pop is out. Probably Peyton Manning's just going, thank fuck. I don't yeah. have to hang out with this douchebag. 
at every event. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, he got demoted to some position. He stayed on with a company, but you're not going to see his goddamn face everywhere all over TV, which is nice. Oh, and that's I, I, I know this sounds selfish of, of me, but I feel like this is the best Christmas gift I could get. Right. I really do. Yeah. I felt I felt like this. That, that was you're a easy. special gift. Yeah, you're easy for sure. From above. Mm-hmm. Um, so R.I.P. Papa John. Um, no need to see that. Bye. Uh, that dude anymore. Bye. Um, another thing that everybody wanted us to talk about and hear our opinions on was net neutrality, by the way. So if, it look, if so you're, I, I hear, I hear it all the time. If you're having trouble viewing this show right now on Facebook and or YouTube or iTunes, since we are live video now as well, um, everywhere, uh, and audio blame net neutrality, just blame net neutrality. So everybody, everybody's hit us up asking, asking us our take on this. Um, my, my take is this on net neutrality. I don't know enough about it. Um, before 2014, Net neutrality didn't exist, so now it does again. I, I I don't I don't know what that's going to change. I I thought my internet was fine for all of the years up until 2014. Obama passed this thing where it was like free, you know, internet neutrality and all that other shit. Do I didn't you know what it is. I, I I do. Okay, okay. But I I did not see a change in any of my internet or any of the sites that I've ever gone to. Either way. So I don't know the difference. But Obama made it so that, so what they're trying to do now is undo everything Obama did. So that's why you don't see a change is because Obama made net neutrality. Sort of. Right. Um, Because before Obama, there was nothing. So again, I had no problems with the internet before Obama's change. Right, but it was going in that way. And maybe, maybe it was. Here's the, and and here's the change that I, I did see. Um, I saw it with Netflix, me personally. So when we moved here, when we moved to, to Wilmington and got internet, who, who the fuck is it? Is it Time Warner or Comcast? We had Time Warner. Yeah. I had and Time Warner and Spectrum. they got bought by like 30 fucking people. Um, whenever we use Netflix, you couldn't use Netflix twice in two different locations in your house, mm-hmm. um, which at the time... I would say that was what, 2013 and a 2013, 2014. Uh, But hang on. So when I did that, when I used it twice and it didn't work on one of them, and it just, I got this message that popped up that said, "Ah, it's not going to work everywhere. Um, Because all of this net neutrality is speed. And it's providing speed to all of the sites. Um, And it's the net neutrality thing made it equal of like, oh, hey, everybody's on an equal playing field um, with net neutrality. I personally did not think it was like, again, I couldn't use Netflix in two different locations. So I called, called the cable company and I said, Hey man, I, I have the best internet you could buy, you know, besides like a business internet, you know, which would fucking be enough internet for a whole goddamn warehouse. Like I, I don't, I don't need that. I just need the best business internet for a house. And I said, they were like, well, what's the problem? And I said, I'm trying to watch Netflix on a TV upstairs, TV downstairs. Oh, well, you can't. Netflix is eating up a lot of bandwidth is what they had told me on the phone. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, what the fuck does it matter? Like, I'm paying for enough anyways. Like, why? Right. And they told me this was the cable company at the time. They said, well, we've decided against certain sites are using too much bandwidth mm. and we're, we're deadening them yeah yeah uh same with like you take fucking go go in flights 
they won't let you watch certain video apps on when, when you're on a plane mm-hmm. uh, and with phones. You know, you get you have the LTE on your phone once you go past your data limit. Like every every company says on on your cell phones, oh, we have unlimited data, unlimited data. If you read the fine print, you actually don't. It's 22 gigs is what it tops out at. After that, then it says in fine print, we will slow down your speeds according to what we feel is right, which is right. the big video sites, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Netflix. And now Instagram, because Instagram is, is, is obviously heavy into videos. And so with that, when that happens, then you had places like AT&T, which is offering these deals now. You see them on TV. Hey, if you buy an AT&T phone, we will give you HBO for life. And that doesn't eat into your data plan for the month. So w- when you get something like that, and then that causes other companies to say, all right, great. Uh, Sprint is offering some type of service where they're, where they're giving some unlimited video away for certain sites and some, you know, another place else that now that's starting to bleed over into everybody's internets where you're like, all right, well, fuck, do I really, cause HBO on its own is $15 a pop. So is that why Spectrum called and was like, yes, I would like, or would like to tell you about our streaming service. And I was like, I have internet, I have TV. Thanks. Bye. And right. basically hung up on them. So what, what they're. Now, here's where the net neutrality thing becomes an issue. There is a lot of sites that are eating up video speed and space and all of that shit. You're basically forcing other companies into buying each other out. Um, AT&T right now is going through a deal or, or DirecTV. They already own DirecTV. So that, that's another, yet another thing with AT&T. If you have an AT&T phone or a device, you were allowed to watch, you were allowed to watch DirecTV unlimited on your phones mm-hmm. um, and eat up as much data as oh, you want. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. free and HBO. But uh, other phone services like Sprint, T-Mobile, all of them, they don't have those deals. So then you're, you're essentially forcing them to go out and buy other cable companies, which there's a Time Warner deal on the, on the table with AT&T right now. And uh, that, I, I don't know if that's going to go through or not um, because of these restrictions and reasonings where if, if these companies are forced to buy up all these other companies to give you faster data and faster internet speed, then where does that bring you in, let's say, three to five years? Are you just buying up everything to try to get the, you know, lure people in to get the faster speeds? You don't have to pay for this, but you need to buy this, but you have to buy an extra thing. I, I think that's what they might be trying to prevent. Because right now, all of these conglomerates are, are, are forming into one, and it's because of bandwidth, internet, and video feeds. And once that happens, you're going to be down to, if it, if it happens, you're going to be down to like a monopoly, essentially, where it's, you know, I've gone over this before. Like, first it was NBC. Then it was NBC. The NBC got bought by Universal. So then it was like, great. NBC Universal. Then it got bought by Time Warner. So you drive by the, the building in, in LA, NBC Universal Time Warner on it. It's just like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. What, what, what's the next thing that you're going to buy up or somebody's going mm-hmm. to buy you up and add? Um, and, and right now it just happened, what, two weeks ago with this, this Disney Fox deal buying Fox. And all, you know, initially, like on the outside, you look at a deal like that and you say to yourself, all right, what's the big deal? Disney just bought Fox. No, it's a huge deal because Disney now wants to become a Netflix. Um, 
They're, they're pulling all of their content off of Netflix. Then they're going to pull all the Fox content off of Netflix. And then they're going to sell you an app that is the same as Netflix. And that'll be coming out probably, I'd say, fall of, of 2018. And the reason being is they have all the kids' movies. Now they have all the Disney movies. Now they have all the Fox content, including The Simpsons. Any show that's ever been on Fox, uh, Disney owns ABC. They own ESPN. Now they own Fox Sports. They own all of it. So now you're going to be forced to get that app. That's going to be another streaming service that you're going to have to buy, and you're going to need more bandwidth for whatever the fuck that is. So when does it end of buying up all these corporations and lumping them into one just to try to beat internet or bandwidth speeds? Like, I don't know. So in a long-winded answer for the fans, I don't know enough about it or where the future's headed internet-wise to really give you a firm answer of whether or not I think this is good and or bad. What I can tell you is this, is ever since video became the latest and greatest fucking thing on every single app, and I, look, we, we, we are video, we make video shows, we go live with video shows, I do a bunch of sketches online, we do movies, trailers, all of that stuff. I don't know where the storage goes for all of this. Like, I don't know who keeps that and who's going to keep that, that, those speeds going faster. Is it, do you start taxing these companies and making them pay more to get faster speeds? Maybe that's the answer. I don't know. So I, I don't know enough about it or where the future's headed yet to tell you why. And I, I think my biggest reasoning for that is I know there's companies like Facebook and Google who are in a space race now to give free internet to the world through a satellite in outer space. Um, the first tests for Facebook are going to be in Africa and India. Um, not because Facebook is so great that they're just, oh, we want to give free internet to the people. Facebook is not in Africa and India and there's, because they have problems with internet there and then governing laws and all of that stuff. But if they're giving you free internet from outer space, then you're going to log in when you open up your computer. You will start in your Facebook app, and then you will go to the rest of your mm -hmm. sites. Much the way, like my... my Google, yeah. Yes. Whenever I open up my computer, it goes to Google, and that's, that's my homepage. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what they're trying to do, and that's what Google's trying to do. So here's how both of those companies could throw a wrench in all of this is by putting a satellite in, in, in space and then offering free internet to the world and saying, fuck it, you can use whatever you want. We're not, you know... Yeah, we're, we're not a part of, of your country or district mm -hmm. or whatever. We're just giving free Internet away to the world, which is what I think will eventually happen later on down the road. Right. Where we'll look back at this as one of those things where we had to pay for Internet. Like we were that, you know, when we were your age, we had to pay for our Internet. Mm -hmm. um, because when it when it started, you know, it was a fucking cord you plug into the wall. You had, to, you had to pull out your phone jack, mm -hmm. plug it in, and then the phone company charged you like a crazy amount just so you could download one porn picture that took 45 minutes. And then right. you slowly were like, oh, my God, it's a bush. As it's downloading. You're it's like a bush. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, you know, you had the noise and the shing, shing, shing. And you were like, oh, God, this is exciting. I think my dad still plugs in. Probably. There's a lot. There, there is people that still plug he in. He lives up in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. So like you've got to ether. You got to ether it. So you went from that plugging into the wall. And then you went from when Max, Max with a big thing. 
Remember those those white squares? I still have one upstairs. That was your internet yes. port. Mm-hmm. You had to plug into that, and then that went through your your you know internet provider. But you still needed that white. Looked like a home base for a you know it's like second base on a baseball field, and it was just like, oh, okay. all right, great, I had that. Now that thing was gone like two years later. Um, so what's the next thing, and what what it's going to be? Pro- it's probably that. But what year that's going to take place, and why? Uh, for now, the whole fucking net neutrality thing and people bitching about it is much to do about nothing. Because again, it didn't exist before 2014 anyway. So what? I, I didn't have a problem with the internet then. Uh, the only problem I have with it was now. But all these video sites pop up. So there's the long and short of it. I'm sure I'll, I'll get some fucking emails about, oh man, it's going to kill you know, mom and top pop things or whatever. It's like, I, I don't think so. I, I really don't. Um, you're not going to slow down you know, little tiny sites and things like that. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, that's how it's going to work, to be honest with you. I think they're probably going to go after the big companies, try to tax the shit out of them and say, hey, make sure you're not creating monopolies for these other companies that now have to come in and buy uh, you out just so you can get your shit out to the world. But that's just a guess. Um, uh, but I haven't, I, it is not something that I follow that closely, just simply because I don't, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a big thing in my life where it's it's you know you let these big corporations duke it out whenever you try to fight them nobody wins nobody wins in these fucking things so uh you're just gonna have more monopolies and more companies coming together which i i I don't want but uh i also didn't want to get stuck in the atlanta airport the other day and that went down right and we had we look we've had a lot of interesting people send in theories on this and i there's there's one floating around that's the best to me okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up and this was on it was on 4chan because we talked about this on on a previous episode how one plane landed during the power outage in atlanta and one one plane landed and took off okay um no other planes did and they're saying the out look they're saying this outage was created to get this cargo plane in and out of this airport. Um, this is this is according to 4chan. The plane in question, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it off here. Is a 4X ICB. It's a cargo plane that arrived in Atlanta from Mexico City at 1 p.m., uh, which is almost to the exact second that the time that the, that the power went out. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, I remember looking at my watch. I want to say it was like 12:55 somewhere in there. So that, that, that's correct. Um, this plane then went on to leave for its next destination at 6.27 p.m. right in the middle of the blackout. Uh, there is an official record indicating that this, this flight did come in. Uh, it came in at 12.56. Uh, I, the, the, the cargo plane that's in question is owned by Cal Cargo Airlines. It is a Jewish-owned company based out of Israel who specializes in the transportation of nonstop cargo such as uh, live animals and dangerous goods. And uh, those dangerous goods are including uh, guns, warheads, things of that nature, and also animals. Is that private, though? I'd have a hard time thinking, no, this is a cargo plane. Like Cargo planes come in and out of all the major airports. Mm-hmm. It's just at a separate... It's at a separate terminal and a separate gig. Um, 
The company's leadership has uh, ties to Israeli governments. And, you know, I don't know. I, I want to lean towards something like this, uh, to be honest with you, and, and kind of believe in it. Because when we were evacuated and had to go out onto the tarmac, we saw a bunch of FBI agents pull up. Yeah. I mean, there was, was kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. And we didn't know what the fuck was going on. And we asked, you know, several employees in the airport, is, is this a terrorist attack? And they, they didn't have an answer for us. And then there was a message playing over the intercom that just said, we have an unidentified emergency. We we're working on trying to contain it. And I, we didn't know what was going on. The employees didn't know what was going on, like genuinely. Because mm-hmm. these were people who didn't want to fucking be there anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so One of the guys was like, I'm stuck out here as much as you are. And it's like, well, you're getting paid. You live here. Yeah, this yeah. This is your job. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not the same. Yeah. But yeah, we know you're in the cold too with and, a jacket on. And my, you know, because my other theory behind this, I, I didn't hear this story. Once I heard this story, I was like, all right, cool. Israel obviously has been going through some shit after, you know, Jerusalem was named the capital. Uh, you know, there's been some bombs, some, some shit lobbed at them. Maybe they were loading up and uh, needed some weapons or, or nukes or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's certainly plausible. So I'm, I'm not going to rule it out. My, my first initial thought, by the way, which I didn't talk about, what I thought it was going on at the time was a test against mm-hmm. terrorism. Somebody said that. Someone else said that too. Yeah. yeah well, but, but that, and that's what I, I thought too of like, you know, there's a moment where you're out there under fucking rescue blankets and shit with 60,000 people on a tarmac and it's raining and you're like, man, I... I remember looking around at how vast it was and how many people there were out there. And I was like, if you were going to kill a bunch of people or try to blow up an airport, like this is, this is the blueprint for it right here. Mm-hmm. And what was it a test with our government to say, okay, here's the busiest airport in the world. Are we prepared for something like this to happen and go down without incident or, or with people getting out of there safely. Mm-hmm. And my answer is no. I, I don't think they were prepared at all. No. We, we, we got, what, th- those tram cars came and got us, what, an hour in, an hour and a half in, somewhere in there? Of standing outside? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was longer. I don't know, two hours? Yeah. Um, but, you know, they just kept sending a couple shuttles at a time to get people out of there to another terminal then we got to the opening terminal and we're, and we're trying to get out. And, you know, they had agreed to let people out of the airport, which initially they weren't. Mm-hmm. They were saying, no, everybody's got to stay here inside the terminals. And then they said, OK, no, we're going to let you guys out. And you're allowed to call anybody or get relatives or, or try to get cabs or Ubers. No, nobody's cell phone was working and the Internet yeah. was out. All everything was knocked out. So then you had 60,000 people outside the turn, like the main entrance of the airport. If, if you were going to, you know, have an act of terrorism, we were 60,000 sitting ducks outside that fucking thing with nowhere to go. And either you're going to trample everybody else as soon as shots start firing or bombs start going off or whatever it is, or you're, you're just all going to get nuked in a, in a row there. And I mean, when I, when I really sat back and looked at it, I was like, this is, could be somebody either creating a blueprint or 
trying to prevent it, like our own government of saying this is the this is the best test case you could ever get. Right over the holidays, um, at the the world's busiest airport. Let's see what this is really like if we're prepared for something like this. So uh, the the four chan thing is super interesting though. Like when I saw it, I was like, "Fuck!" Because yeah. they do have a, a record of this flight, so it's not like this was an invisible right, right. flight that didn't. And why is a cargo plane from Mexico City to Israel that fucking important? Well, they carry live cargo, right? Well, they 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 can. They, they, it's in this one instance you could carry live okay. animals. But but I will say this: going in and out of Atlanta, there was a million live animals on there. So unless you're shipping fucking eighty, you know. Kentucky Derby horses right. and you paid off the government, you know, $20 million to get your plane out of there. Right. No live animal or, or, you know, would make sense going all the way to Israel. Right. Like what's that going to matter? I bought a dog online and it got shipped in, in on a cargo plane to Los Angeles and I had to go to the cargo to pick it up. And when mm-hmm. I got it, there was a hundred animals in that fucking thing. Like, so what, what would have mattered? What was the importance of that? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. There's a bunch of cargo planes filled with animals. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that off. Okay. Uh, and I, I like the theory that people are, are presenting from this 4chan thing. I like it a lot. Because I, I think that's totally plausible. But we'll see. We'll see if anybody ever talks about it. I think it'll be like the Stephen Paddock thing. And we don't hear another yeah. fucking word about and it. And, and that's it. And it was just a one weird day in everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. And we move on. And that'll well, be it. And then they bomb the fucking airport. And they're like, oh, yeah, they did a dry run. Yeah. They did a fucking dry run. We were run. there for the dry run. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it was, you know, you, you could add a, ma- a massive disaster. Massive. Uh, the other massive disaster is this Ocean's 8 trailer <laughs> that came out. Talking about a lot of disasters tonight. Boy, p- uh, people were going bug fuck for this thing online too. Like I was, I, you know, they were like, oh, the Ocean's 8 trailer has finally arrived. Mm. We, we talked about this, you know. Over the summer when we were talking about movies getting remade and what a crock of shit it was. And now with the, with the feminist movement, you know, yay, we're, we're our own women. We're doing our own thing and we're powerful. Why remake a man's movie like this and, sh- and shittier? Like, it looked like such a janky version of Ocean's Eleven where you were just like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Like, I get it. You got Sandra Bullock in it and Kate uh, Blanchett. Blanchett. Blanchett, yeah, you a million Oscar winners in this, but then you're sticking them with Rihanna mm-hmm. and Aqua, uh, uh, a Chinese Aquafina. Aquafina is her name, mm-hmm. and that's A W K. Sure, I N Fina. F I N. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aquafina. Uh-huh. So she's starring in a movie with with Kate Blanchett, who's yeah. won ninety Oscars, mm-hmm. and Sandra Bullock as well. Um. Where, where is the, where is the female power in that? Like why, if you're going to get that many, I, I, I was going to say great actors, but then I, I remembered Rihanna's in it and, and Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Um, you also got Mindy Kaling in it, which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, fine. Sure. I, I, I'll slide Mindy Kaling into the, at least actor category. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lump her with, with Aquafina and, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> You that's a water it's a fucking water but mm-hmm. like you just named yourself after a water but what if i just named myself smart water dasani yeah. yeah yeah and i just came in and i was just like oh oh, oh we've uh the next person to audition hang on hang on he's oh great guy um you're gonna have to lower the hide the camera a little bit he's six three um his name is dasani i'm sorry it's dasani oh you mean like the fucking water yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. dasani yeah. um mm-hmm. oh. 
I you had to looking at the call sheet, if you're Kate Blanchett, nine time Oscar winner or whatever the fuck she Ugh. is, and you see Aquafina, not even spelled correctly. Uh, like uh, you know, she doesn't seem like fourth or fifth on that call sheet mm-hmm. with Rihanna. You have to be asking yourself, what the fuck am I doing? What anymore? am I doing? I'm Kate Blanchett, and I'm also awesome and cool, and seem to have like a good sense. To of, me, I, she I, she is the greatest female actress we have right now in today's world. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? I fucking hate Meryl Streep. Okay, I'm actually over Meryl Streep. She just kind of laughs a lot, and people think that it's good acting. Yeah. Um, so she's not that great. So yeah, yeah. Who's, who's better I than Kate Blanchett? Yeah, these who's days? better than for my money? I'm going. I'm going Kate Blanchett and and whatever I can get. Yeah, and DDL Daniel Day Lewis, obviously. Yeah. But you put the two of them together. Fuck off. Forget about life. Um, totally. But you have somebody as powerful as her, and even more so Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. She's not. She's not the greatest actress to me. She's a she's a great movie star. She's mm-hmm. great at being a movie star. I like her. I like all of her movies that she's in. And she's a producer. And she's she's, a, she's she great. Does all of it. She's great. Uh, she's not as great as Kate Blanchett, but she's no. great. But Sandra Bullock is the most powerful female box office movie star that we have right now in America. She can get any movie greenlit. All of her movies um, have been hits, with the exception of you know. The one when she did with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah. No, fuck. Actually, that was a hit. That made a shit ton of money. Right? That heat. Yeah. Heat, it, heat, I think. Whatever it was. Something. Yeah. Something. It was hot. Hot heat. Or yeah, hot heat or whatever the fuck heat. it was. That, that did well. That even did well. It was, it was a terrible movie, but it did well. Right. Sandra Bullock can get any movie greenlit on the planet. So can Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Why are you going... If, if you were so into the feminist movement. Why are you remaking men's shit when there's no, there's no need for it? Mm-hmm. There's a million amazing original stories by women that have not been told. And there's only a handful of people power enough, powerful enough to tell them. Yeah. So why aren't you using that power and getting stories made that make a difference or something that, that is original and shows females in an original strong light of, Hey, I'm a boss ass bitch who used her fucking power to get this script's original script greenlit, mm-hmm. put a female director on it, mm-hmm. get a female director on it, uh, and, and hire whoever I want and put that out into the world and maybe create my own franchise instead of using something else. Like, I, Ocean's Eight, would they, three, three of them die? They, or they couldn't find three more women to stick in there with Aquafina? Like, I don't know what the fucking, the whole shindig is on that. Um, you know, I, people are saying that she's also playing George Clooney's brother and they kill him off. Um, that was in the trailer. Sister? Yeah, yeah, yes, correct. I'm sorry. Uh, Danny Ocean. I was going to go a whole trans. No, 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 okay. no. That, that'll be trans Frank, obviously. Okay. <laughs> but, um, um, but with that, uh, you know, th- that he's going to die and then Matt Damon's in the movie. And, oh. and the only reason I know this shit is because there is a petition currently going on oh, right. to get Matt Damon out of the movie because of the comments he made about women and his relationship with Harvey Weinstein and all of that shit. Which you know, I, I didn't think his I didn't think his comments were that bad. Everybody else apparently has, but now they're like, oh, you. What were they like? Uh, the, he was saying that people should be separated by degrees of what the assault was before you start exiling him and, and ending their that. life. I. I 
I, they, apparently they didn't behind the scenes because on Twitter women will say the same thing. Yeah, on online they were they were killing Matt Damon and not all women, but yeah, yeah, uh, but but online they're killing Matt Damon. This petition is over eighteen thousand signatures to get him out of this movie, this female empowerment movie, which again I want to point out is a fucking man's movie that you're just remaking, um, to get him out of there and kind of you know do the old Kevin Spacey Christopher uh, Christopher Plummer mm-hmm. little switcheroo. To get him out of there and maybe put somebody else in. So I, I don't know what's going to happen what with that. What guy are you going to put in there that didn't know about Harvey Weinstein, though? Well, here's the hilarious thing. So if you go back to... They to, all did. If you go back to Ocean's Eleven, though, you have Brad, Brad Pitt. Who, Knows. Personally uh, affected by it. Personally affected by it. and Pun- uh, Almost punched him in the face for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, one. Two, he got arrested for, you know, being drunk on a plane with his kids and... Uh, you know, that caused the divorce with, with Angie and that whole fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Matt Damon. Like, obviously, you can't have him. Uh, Casey Affleck is the other one. Oh, yeah. He likes to also rape. Heard of him? Uh, maybe. So you can't have Casey Affleck mm-hmm. in there. Ben Affleck. Um, no, he wasn't in he, he, he was not in the film. He wasn't in this one. What's another one? Uh, Scott Kahn. He knew. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. So and his dad else? lived at the Playboy Mansion for, for sure. He knew, like, lived in in the mansion for four years. Like, he knew, he knew. Um, um, then you're down, else? you're down to the guy who who is the computer, the tech guy. <laughs> I, he I love definitely him. knew. I love him. He was a great he's actor. Been in the, I know, and he's been in the business long enough. I don't think he knew. I don't think he knew. Yeah, everyone knew. Everyone, I'm kidding. So everyone knew. Who are you, you going to replace? Didn't know. Yeah, who are you going to replace Matt Damon with? Sandra Bullock knew. Yeah. Um, Kate Blanchett knew. Like. We all knew. It was just a matter of like, you just were hoping that girls were going to yeah. get smart, that, that thing, you know, yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't know what they're going to do with that, that fucking thing. Um, now that's kind of become a mess. Uh, the movie comes out over the summer, which, you know, they're putting in the same slot as the female Ghostbusters. So, oh boy, this is, uh, it's going to be a, a Hollywood shit show coming up. Uh, we did see a great movie that we, we liked last night. SAG screeners are here. Um, voting for the SAG Awards. We get all the award screeners, which is nice. We saw uh, The Disaster Artist last night with uh, James Franco. Directed it. Um, starred in it. Played Bravo. Tommy Wiseau. Bravo. I, I enjoyed the film. I was really, we he were looking forward really to it anyways. Job. Yeah. We were looking forward to it anyways. He was great. Uh, not only is the lead actor, but he was directing-wise, it was great. Um, he did God, it and knocked it out of the park. Spot on. Yes. They said they showed it to people that had never seen the room and they were like, this guy is just too weird. He's like way too over the top. We can't handle it. Yeah. But if you've seen the room, you're like, no, that's how the guy that's is. That's how the guy is. So if you haven't seen it, you would just be like, this character is unbelievable. Yes. Nobody like that yep. exists. Yep. And that's my only like, there is no other. There, I don't have one knock on that movie except for the fact of I've seen the room 10 times. I love the room. I've had numerous copies of it stolen from friends and all that shit over the years. Seen it in theaters. Uh, if you didn't see the movie, though, a lot of the lines as you're going along. Oh, hi, Mock. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't understand the hilarity of it. It would help if you saw the room in its entirety and then saw this movie. I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because when you see it for the first time, with like, I'll never forget the first time I saw the room. When I saw it for the first time... The first 15 or 20 minutes, I was like, God damn it. This is awful, man. I can't sit through this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I started hearing people laugh around me. And then I was like, all right, 
So I guess people are in on on this, mm-hmm. and and they were because they had seen it before. I I had mm-hmm. obviously. So like as the movie keeps going, like I I find myself laughing harder and harder and harder and harder, which they kind of portrayed at the premiere of this. Yes. And, but but what I what I found myself is I I went home uh, afterwards. I bought it on uh, Amazon, had it shipped to my house, and then showed it to a bunch of friends and shit. And. I was already starting to know some of the lines and why they were bad and, and who this this guy was and stuff. So like to me, as this movie was going along last night, I'm looking at at those lines that were I knew were from the movie, and some I, I think would fall on deaf ears to some of the audience. And until so you saw the whole thing, where you're like, oh, all right, cool. Maybe I think that his character was so defined. I think he did it really well. To where you're just like, oh, this guy's just so weird in how he talks and established him as a real person way before you even get to the movie part of it. Right. So I think that I, we disagree in that where I was like, oh, I don't know if you have to really know the total story or have seen the movie to really go along with this. Well, that, that's what made me appreciate it was uh, having seen that movie. And then going back and seeing this story of like, all right, cool. I, and I guess, it, look, it could be me because I've been quoting it for so many years. Like there's so many lines in there that we, we've, with, with our friends in LA that you've been quoting for so long that you're like, man, no one would get that out mm-hmm. in the street. Like I've said that, I've said lines in that movie. I've, I've said, oh, hi, Mock, to mm-hmm. some people. And they're just like, what the fuck is that? You know, yeah. it's, I guess it's the same as any other movie that you're a fan of and you start quoting it. And then you, you come across that one buddy that you're like, no, no, no. But remember when he yeah. said that? And they're like, man, I haven't, I haven't seen that. So you're like, what? Yes. Yeah. So that, that, that's the only thing. But it was fantastic. And like, that was, I, I really enjoyed it. I just thought Bravo for him, like getting that. Like buying the rights, I guess, to that book, or yeah, bought the rights to the it book, just and a really, and they made it for a, a like a, a small budget. I want to say they, it was somewhere close in the neighborhood of of what Tommy Wiseau shot his, his movie for six or something. yeah, somewhere at six million, somewhere in that range. Um, but it, it was it was great, it, it was a great movie. Um, the strange thing about it though that I couldn't help think as we were going along because that we had a digital screener of it is would I have paid for this in a theater? And the answer is, is no. no. And like the sad part about movie watching and movie going to me right now is that's, that's kind of how it's, it's leaning to me where it's like, man, if I'm not seeing a big event movie, like a, I would kind of rather just kind of be home and see it, you know? Would I go to the room, like a midnight screening? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that seeing in a theater like with a bunch event? of people, yeah, it's like an event. And I think that's where movies are leaning. and. You know, it's sad that, that I say that because I used to be and we I had this discussion with Michael Rappaport where it was just like, man, I used to go to the movies every single weekend. His Django story. Uh, his Django and Chain story was it was incredible. <laughs> he had the wrong thing, but he was just like, nope, nope. I'm not fucking getting not, up. Not These poor leaving. people yeah. going to fucking go. Uh, and he said, no. I'm yeah. Saying. And that's uh, that's where that, sadly, I think. That's where the culture is headed, where it's like, I think once this movie hits Netflix or, you know, HBO or whatever it's going to hit, it'll, everybody will love this film. I just don't think people will, that many people will go see this in theaters. It's up for Golden Globe or? Uh, It's up for Screen Actors Guild Award and I believe a Golden Globe, but I don't know for what. Um, I know Franco got nominated uh, as an actor, but not as a director in it. So. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know who wrote that script, but so good. 
Um, you know, uh, you look at the Christmas movies that are coming out. Uh, you you have Jumanji, which sure not not one prayer on mm, this on mm, this earth mm, can you mm, get me mm, to go mm, see. Mm, and then you know, obviously the DDL movie, right? Phantom Thread, which. I've been waiting my whole life. No, but I'll, I, I know I'm going to be in a theater by myself watching that. That is not sure. coming as a screener, by the way. It did not get nominated sure? for Best Picture. Yeah, positive. That was the first oh, thing I looked for. Obviously. I was like, come on, are we getting fucking DDL at the house? Do I have to leave? Can I just, you know? No, the answer is no on that. You, you do have to leave. Yeah, I got I to go see that in the movies. Christmas Eve. Well. Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day. Obviously, I'm going to have to. Leaving your family, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. Guys, you guys can wait to open up gifts. Like, we have, oh, a, sure. we have a three-year-old. Uh-huh. He can wait to open He'll up wait. gifts until I get back from this three-and-a-half-hour yeah. opus. <laughs> and I need to see, you know? Just, uh, you, you, there's nothing like Can mating. you imagine? There's nothing like waiting, uh, making a child wait sure. with your whole family, grandparents, mm, everything everyone, around. everything. And then saying, hey... Dad's dad's movie that he really it's wanted to see with day. Daniel Day Lewis is out um, about a about a seamstress from the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, that's three and a half hours. So if you guys want to hang out around the tree, it's cool. Just don't open anything or eat any food or yeah, don't, I'm gonna take don't a couple start, gummies. Yeah, don't see don't start Christmas um, right. until I get back because I gotta. What time would that be? I gotta hop on down the road. Uh, by the time Would I got back, go, yeah. let's say you went to a, a noon, <laughs> say you went to a matinee show for first show available. Sure. 1230. 30. Probably be home around four o'clock. Okay. Five, five, for five. Christmas day. Yeah. <laughs> so you make the child wait until five oh. o'clock in the afternoon to open up all of his gifts. So, you know, he wakes up about seven. I, I figure, look, that's only a 10 it's hour wait chill. around all of Santa's gifts. Around all of them wrapped. Yeah. Under the. Yeah. yeah. And you guys can wait, you know, food and all that stuff. So, yeah, like, yeah we won't eat. Or uh, anything. It's a Christmas fast is what it is. Okay. While I go see DDL. Put on socks for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Oh, but the way he's going to put on those socks is going to oh. be Oscar fucking. You are, and you'll come worthy. back so like energized and pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really amped about the day. Um, so yeah, let's plan on that. Okay, great. <laughs> Seems business as usual around uh, this house. We were also, by the way, real quick, we were fantasy football losers this year. Losers. Losers. I had, oh boy. So I didn't, I want to, we, we left the audience on a cliffhanger where there was really? a, there was a Monday night game that I was like, man, I needed this other team to win. And that's the only way I could get into the playoffs. This guy came back, and at the last second after we finished the show, there was a last-second field goal, the Pittsburgh Steelers game. And if the, 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 he had the kicker, and the kicker made the field goal, beat the other team, I got to go to the playoffs. So did you. You were a number one seed. Yes. I was the fourth seed. And our playoffs are two weeks apiece. I got into uh, Jeremy Caldwell is his name, if he's, if he's listening to the show. We did a fantasy football show at the beginning of the year. I got into the most intense matchup look i've been playing fantasy football for 16 17 years at this point that was the most intense fantasy football playoff matchup i've ever been involved in it's a two-week playoff and it came down to he beat me by six and a half points he picked up a kicker um off the waiver wire who scored 24 points he made six field goals three were over 50 yards any Normal, a normal kicker, a great day for a, a really good kicker is like 12 points. I, he, I mean, he, the, the NFL record is, 
is, is seven field goals in a game. This guy hit six field goals in a game and he ended up beating me by set and it's by six and a half points. And the, the, the thing about it is, is our score was like 295 to 289. And we were the, both the highest scoring teams after two weeks out of the entire league. It was a death match down to the very last second of the very last game where if Julio Jones just catches a one-yard touchdown, I win, and that's that's it. I had Julio Jones going on a on a Monday night. And one yard. A one-yard touchdown is all I needed. <laughs> that's all I needed. He's been shitty the entire year because of our offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, plays for the Atlanta Falcons. He was the greatest wide receiver in football last year. This year, as of last week, he finished 27th. And that was one of the worst draft choices ever, which he went and he probably went in everybody's top five this year. So not only did I lose Odell Beckham Jr., I lost to Sean Watson. I lost Jordan Reed for the year. But then on top of it, Julio Jones has the shittiest year of his career, which is totally unexpected. The weird thing is, is the Falcons are a game away tomorrow from going back to the playoffs. So like they're doing it in spite of how shitty their offense has been, which is crazy. But I do want to congratulate Jeremy Caldwell for taking down the champ. And he, like you got taken out uh, in another matchup. You had a weird, weird, weird game. Weird set of. You had Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be suspended for six games at the beginning of the year. That didn't come until the end of the year. So he missed your playoffs. If Ezekiel Elliott plays, you, you, yeah. you go into the Super no Bowl pretty easy. Um, I got a lot of like condolences once. They realized he wasn't. Yeah, and uh, I'll be curious as to see because we're now we're in a console. That's the funny thing is that we're in a consolation game against each other uh, to see who finishes in third place right. in the league. But I, I, I you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is back in your lineup, so I'm curious to see how much of a difference it really made because our point total will be against the Super Bowl, Bowl point total, mm-hmm. and my prediction is I think you outscore everybody, and I think you would have won the Super Bowl. How does he, I think you had the best team overall in the league the entire year. And I think you would have, uh, with, with Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. With, without Ezekiel, you don't. And you also lost David Johnson, who was the first pick of the draft. Um, fuck, with, what, three plays into the game? Mm-hmm. So you, you got hosed. But I think with, even with missing David Johnson all year, I think with Ezekiel Elliott, I, 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 you probably wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. So we'll... We'll get to find out. At least we'll know the numbers against everybody, and that's fucking cool. Uh, With that, we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Uh, This one goes out to Rafael Esposito. Um, In 1889, he served King Umberto and Queen Margarita. Uh, They were the king and queen of, of Italy. And he had the privilege of getting them the first known pizza delivered to them. Ooh. First delivery pizza ever. Is that why it's called margarita pizza? I think so. That's like that's the guess I'm gonna go with because it's me too. It's Italian. It's Italiano. It's Italiano. The margarita. He said he said he was the most uh, famous uh, pizza chef in Naples, Italy. So it's Rafael Esposito. Congratulations. What up? What up? Um, <laughs> I bet. I bet in 1889. It still crushes anything that that fucking shit ass Papa John put out. Way, on. yeah, way more. Better ingredients, better pizza. Not Papa John. Raphael Esposito. Yeah, fucking Raphael Esposito. Um, look at this. End of the show. I'm at the end of my drink. I'm at the end of my Zima. Well, my Zima how and Jolly. Perfect. Did that work out? 
Another Christmas miracle. Oh, boy. It's oh, Christmas boy. miracles all around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for, the, for the Jables, Jesse Wiseman, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good night.